0: Welcome back to the 5-Piece Podcast. I'm so glad you decided to listen in today. Before we jump into today's episode, I want you to remember to subscribe to the podcast, like the podcast, and leave a comment, and let me know what you think about today's episode. So this episode is part two of three episodes with Shakar Brown. Listen in. Another
1: thing is, is to watch your tongue. A lot of people just go out here talking, 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 talking. Sometimes you just got to listen. Mm. Listen, write, write your vision, and you pray about that thing. Keep writing, keep talking to the right people, but watch what you're saying. Because if you ever say, I can't, I don't think I can do, da da da, da you ain't going to be able to do it.
2: Watch your tongue, watch your people, it also watch, watch your Watch the mind. people you're
1: talking to. Yes, like, yes. you because have people to. people will feel it your business is your baby so anything you wouldn't want to happen to your child you don't want to happen to your business so the same thing you affirm over your child every day like lord please protect my child please protect my business lord please you know it is it's, it's, it's literally gotta watch your tongue. you gotta watch who you're talking to you gotta watch who you're saying these things to. you need to write down and when you write down a vision write down the vision in detail don't just leave off the stuff that you don't want because let me tell you that's i pregnant, child. I said, I want to have kids after I get married. I didn't say after I get married on <laughs> four months in. I meant after I get married. <laughs> so you got to write the All vision and thing.
2: make the details. He can do it exceedingly. Look, he said exceedingly, exceedingly. exceedingly. abundantly. <laughs> oh, All things. things. Girl, he kind of going to swoop
1: in quickly. But you, I wrote look, that you down like right I want to start a family girl you have to you have to write down the details if you do not write down the details you will get what you want but it may not come to pass yeah. how you want it to come because you did not write down those details
2: yeah that again that's real free game and you that's know, real free game
1: things,
2: yeah <laughs> the other all things that i said on almost every podcast is that all things work together so it's like you know this season is all about the journey to become and you know, becoming, we're always becoming, we're becoming different things every single day. So, even focusing on becoming the journey to becoming an entrepreneur, but there are so many different things that we experience in life. Yeah, every single day, and we just have to realize that all things are working together. So, you may have a high day as an entrepreneur, you may have a low day as an entrepreneur, but all of those days woven together. Build a beautiful story. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I like my all thing.
1: <laughs> I, I like it too because I mean I think it's just real because you 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 can get in in business like you say you can have a high day you can have a low day because I mean I just I had a low day the other day I was just like man I didn't get a chance to schedule my Instagram posts. and you know I didn't get a chance to do this I should I even be doing this business Meanwhile, I got five clients. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah you can't really like get yourself in your mind can be like wait should I be doing this or and you already been affirmed that you you can do it so no I think all things is really really good really really
2: good yeah you know with social media sometimes it could be misleading because because a lot of people feel like you do all of the building of social media a build the building of your business on social media Mm-hmm. But all of the work is really done offline. Usually you pop up on so- social media to just affirm everything you've already been working Damn. on. All of the stuff mm-hmm. you already know. You don't just get on there because you know, you want to have some substance to offer that goes beyond a pretty post. Because girl, I am notorious for going ghost <laughs> by post. <laughs> but I'm working, though. That's the thing. Like, I am actually working. I am putting in the work. And I. And this is, again, to go back to your business and what it's all about, though. Sometimes you, what you don't do well when you're putting in the work, sometimes you need those gentle nudges to get mm-hmm. back on social media, to do the processes and stuff. But you got to do the work. Like, it's, uh, it's so much that goes into being a business owner. And I love looking on social media nowadays and see, uh, seeing all of these people, especially Black people. Let me be specifically yes. talk about. Black people. Stepping... <laughs> yes, y'all know we went to HBCU, so we got a rep. Um, and we're black people. <laughs> black people. Black people, Black, people, <laughs> Black, people, Black, people, Black, Black. You
1: know, you, know. you know, that's up, another reason... <laughs> You know, that's another reason why I started Brilliant Collab and um, wanted real estate to be my niche because there's not a lot of African-American real estate um, virtual assistants for like transaction coordination, stuff like that. Um, Because real estate is really a a powerhouse of wealth and of, of course we wasn't able to um attain that wealth back in the day and now we are able to so that was another reason why um i chose real estate to niche down to
2: (laughs) see and i think that's the you're hitting on so many different things that (laughs) we are still working to overcome you really got to think about Mm -hmm. this there's so many different things so y'all i think like episode one or two of the podcast i kind of dived into why some of the guiding or um, well, some of the, the things that led me to starting the the podcast. And it was being a Black woman in corporate America is still trying to overcome and still trying to be successful, still trying to go after this entrepreneurship dream and all of these other things. But there are barriers there that have been here historically that some are able to make it, but many are not. And there is this wave of um, of new entrepreneurs that are coming up that – Fortunately, they're getting more support. So it's like riding that wave to, so mm-hmm. that you can build that legacy, so that you can have that generational wealth, so that your your kids don't have to work nearly as hard, or they can be more strategic in how they work. You, When you can pick and choose what you're willing to put up with, it changes the game versus having to accept what you're being offered. And I think that's where our generations and the generations behind us, where we're currently at. And it's allowing mm-hmm. us to really change the change the game. Because here's the thing, since the beginning of time, we we we've had a lot of influence. The creative ideas, when you go back to the inventions of some of the things that we know, uh, know of that we love, whether we got credit or not, didn't get credit, a lot of those things were started in our communities, but we didn't have the mm-hmm. tool sets to really recognize it as true entrepreneurship. And then you have to wave of, um, where people were entrepreneurs by default, like you had to do whatever you had to do to survive. So whether they were able to sell it, they just did what they had to do. Then you mm-hmm. have the way to get into college and get a good quote unquote good job. And like you mm-hmm. called out before, good job is six figure job. You, you should be set. And our generation is coming back to say like, that's still not enough. I need more, I deserve <laughs> more, and I have more to offer.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I one hundred percent like. Yes, 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 and yes. Like we need more. We want to offer more. Um. Yes, yes. Like I, first of all, the new generation coming behind us. They come behind us swinging bats, and we just like, you know, playing hopscotch. Like, okay, we gotta do this and that plus some, but. Again, like you said, they're getting that support, and we're just trying to ride that wave while while we still got time.
2: Girl, they're fearless because they they grew up in a social media world where they know, mm-hmm. girl, and I, and it's a sale. What you gonna sell? But you can sell, well, you know, weave and lashes, and you you're able to to get a lick. You know what I'm saying? So yes. for them, it's been much more. They've seen it more frequently. And I will say that growing up I feel like we're still young, right? I mean we're <laughs> but still know, young. Like in the early 2000s, Yeah, but look Yeah. So I it's I think that's been that seeing that on social media and even how people market things and you have your Facebooks, you have your Instagrams, you have your TikToks, you have your Snapchats, and usually Everything. the demographics are yeah, so it's all of these different facets that you're trying to be a part of it. You're trying to beat the algorithms to to stay relevant <laughs> and also still being authentic.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, authentic is a is a is a real thing for me. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because like I was talking to someone um a couple of days ago and I was just like, yo, it's so different nowadays. Like I was looking at a class picture of when I graduated high school. Like, you might have had some bra- people that had braids. And maybe, like, short nails. But girl, you look at the high school pictures now, it's like, like you said, it's weave, it's lashes, it's all these different things. And it's like it's these people have been getting money since since before our time. Like, we just didn't have that knowledge. We didn't have that skill set at that time. When we were in high school, it it was just so different. Um, I think in two thousand six is when like Facebook first started, but it was only for colleges. So when we first got to AM, I think it was like Facebook for college, but nobody else was on there. So that's like when it first became very, very popular, other than like my but you know, I'm talking about like real social
2: media. Girl, real yeah. social media. Yes. Yeah. Girl, my—I mean, my first was popping. My top it, it was popping, but it was popping, but
1: it just not—it was not selling business.
2: how it is now. Yeah, and I think that's the thing too. Even when I was saying like the lashes and the 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 weaves and stuff, girl, these people selling them, and I am mean, they making top dollars selling top dollars, just uh, top dollars, <laughs> like they. They have down the global market. You know the things that we had to go to school to somewhat learn. Mm -hmm. They have this global merchandising down pack at an early
1: early age. age. Like they
2: come, yes, it's like you know going to college. they're they're really refining skills. They're not learning new skills, and I think that's a big difference. Big difference. I uh, know an
1: eighteen-year-old that has a hair and lashes vending machine. Girl let me let me oh. let me say this again. Eighteen with a hair and lashes vending machine.
2: Girl, that's what I'm talking about. But they start so young. Let me tell you they what. They start so young.
1: Mother-
2: <laughs> yeah, Lakeson told me for Mother's Day. He said, Mommy, I'm not going to get you a Mother's Day card. I'm gonna get you an invention. That way, you'll always have money and it'll be able to create something new for you each year. Like these kids have ideas, and I wonder if we did it. We did too, girls, yes. I wonder if, you know, but we didn't have the tools and resources to really get onto it. So now our generation is really focusing on building, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we're still, a lot of us are still working the nine to five. Some because we like to, you know. Some because we have to, and some because we don't know how to make that full transition out, or you know, fear. That's a whole nother conversation. But
1: oh, I, yes,
2: I, <laughs> I think the fear is the biggest thing for a lot of people. You know, let's go there. Let's go there. See y'all. Yes. Y'all already if you to the podcast? Fear you know, I jump is,
1: around. Yes, fear is 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 one of those big things that will stop you doing for whatever it is that you want to do like the the good thing that you said was Latham said that he wants to he wanted to give you a gift give you money so that you could create something new each year like if you affirm that like imagine if you affirm that in your son now where he will be at at thirty five like i'm thirty four like he's gonna be brilliant girl that's the that that is Never
2: the goal, that right is the goal. listen. This right I'm gonna pull this off the podcast for a second. But, girl, I actually just finished making a journal that's called like My Bright Ideas and make him the co-author because he has these types of ideas all the time. So, yeah, girl,
1: yes, it's crazy. Like... It's
2: crazy to see at such a young age that you really don't get anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but fear is is one of those things that stop you doing things that you never thought you could. Cause you always think every year, like, oh, I could never do such and such such and such. Then you get to the next year, you did everything that you said that you couldn't do. So imagine if you just took that every single year and just ran with it, you would just be the bomb, dot com. 'Cause fear just I mean, it cripples me. I'm not gonna even lie. I I think about stuff all the time, like, Oh, I can't do this or I I don't think I should be doing this or and then next thing you know, it's be like, Dang, Shakir, you were really good at that.
2: And you know what, that's the reason why it goes back to the people around you both of us can always go back to our hoods who who are the the closest uh people to us both of them are the closest Mm -hmm. people to us I know one of the things Simone always tries to tell me like I don't know why you get so afraid because I like a a, a running thing is that before I have to present anything girl I'm sweating bullets (laughs) no matter what it is and he was like to know you Jessica people would be surprised at the level of nervousness you go through. I don't want to call it anxiety. I wouldn't say that, but um, sometimes your nerves get the best of you and it really is being crippled by fear. And I, I would also underline it with saying um, almost self-sabotaging yourself and not fully going after the thing God has called you to, which is almost like disobedience of sorts as well. But, um, yeah, I, I I know fear is one of those things that across the board, anytime I speak with another entrepreneur, mm-hmm. all of them talk about fear, fear of whether it be fear of um, imposter syndrome, fear of failing, fear of mm-hmm. the unknown, fear of uh, what people could say. It's all of these different things that go into just existing, being being the person that shows up to your nine to five it's the fear of not getting the next promotion the fear of not doing well on a project or not being doing well with a presentation so if if one is able to overcome fear one is able to just be successful I think that's if you can conquer fear that's the biggest thing and that was kind of the, the another pillar of starting the podcast because that's what the pressure is about so the p that's in the five p's is about pressure it's the pressure Mm -hmm. of the world and feeling like you you have to be what everyone else thinks you should be how Mm -hmm. everyone thinks you should be when they think you should be it and not being able to live up to that in the moment Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. rising to the occasion in a way that you think you are capable of So. Girl I think that's why it's important
1: know. I think that's why it's important to have like a good spouse number one so they can affirm you just like you said you he was like oh you know why do you get so nervous but and he probably gave you a thousand affirmations before you went in and you feel like "Woo, I can do this thing <laughs> so I think that's a good good reason to have a good spouse and then also like uh, we circling back to the people you're talking to like them giving you good affirmation so that when you have a down day and you're thinking like I can't do something or I'm fearful or something, have someone good to talk to that can speak, you know, affirmation over your life. It's priceless. It really is priceless. Mm hmm. It's it's one of those things that
2: we talk to talk about business plans. You also had to build in your your support circle.
1: <laughs> you gotta yeah, you gotta build research. your some yeah. Because your, you really your do. support circle may not look like what you think is going to look like because you're I want to say your fans or the people that um, the people that I guess follow you or support you some some of them won't even be your family some of those people will be people that literally love what you're doing.
2: I would even say most of the time, most of the people won't be your family. Not some of them. Most (laughs) of
1: (laughs) them usually end
2: up, because sometimes it's like the proximity, right? People become too comfortable with the gifts and talents that you have. So they see you just as, oh, that's just Shay from, you know, around the way. That's just Jessica from over there, right? Like they don't see what other people will see And sometimes it takes the applause of other people for them to recognize, like, hey, I've been privileged to have access to this person all of this time who's been giving me free games. And (laughs) there are people out there willing to pay them to do this. Like, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think. I had to that that was one thing that I had to overcome at one point when, you know, looking at business or I don't even say overcome, it was a realization that I had, um, with one of the businesses. It was like, Why would you expect them to support it? They don't even like that. Like <laughs> but they would be wasting their money just for the sake. And it freed me from expecting something from people that ultimately it's not their thing anyways. Now there are some ways to support people that that doesn't cost money so I'm not I'm aware of that, but most of the time you need to look outwards because you want to expand. you don't know enough people in your family. you don't have enough friends on your friend list on Facebook, Instagram or anything else to really grow your business in the way that you need to grow it to build generational wealth like this isn't a hobby, this is a business.
1: <laughs> yes, that that's true. You said a mouthful. You said a mouthful. Girl, Your okay, business so can I definitely you, be just scary. You
2: know, as you're talking, you really are pulling out things across all facets of business that people may think about. And it really goes back to the journey of becoming you're hitting on why you should start. So if someone is listening to this, if you're considering launching something, you have to get back down to your why. And we've talked about why why, why it's so important to have a virtual assistant and how they can be a game changer in Mm -hmm. your business. And then also all of the the minor things that kind of go into it, or I wouldn't even say minor, I would say, you know, the other facets of business from strategy to network to support groups and all of these other things that come together to help you align to purpose so my question to you is how does your business help you align to your purpose
1: so my business helped me align to my purpose because in my business i get to use my soft skills and my hard skills so um my soft skills like of course like being dependable being loyal being sweet and innocent and all those great things <laughs> all those great things i get to use my soft skills and my heart skills while helping people like me build um i think that just like you you say you. uh one of the reasons why you started is because you were uh african african-american and we weren't we were not able to do the things that we have the ability to do now. It's the same, my same exact idea. I can help all businesses, right? But I do want to hone into those key businesses and help my brothers and sisters, you know, arise to the ca- occasion because a lot of people just don't know that they have it in them to start. They have it in it. The, actually, they have it in them to finish. Uh, but we just get started, right? So, um, the first thing is getting started. The second thing is, um having the action behind starting which is start building right and that's where i come in to help you with your general admin needs um your real estate needs anything in between that i can help assist with um i will be just glad to do um but for the most part i feel like um that's how it's really aligning back to my person's purpose because i'm here to help people I know that was my purpose. Um, I do that in different ways. My business is just one of them. But just me being a person, my purpose was here to just help people.
2: That's good. We hit on some of those skills when you were talking about. Um, when we were talking about what you leverage from your nine to five to to really get started so Mm
1: -hmm.
2: pulling all of that together what's the best advice you've ever received in life that helps you in business or just helps you in general
1: i know a lot of people hate the quote but would they say if you love what you do you're passionate about what you do you'll never work another day in your life Mm. that quote keeps me going Because if I wasn't passionate about it, number one, I wouldn't have started it. Um, I wouldn't have talked about it. All these long conversations I have with my husband about it, I would have just never brought it up if I wasn't passionate about it. And because I am passionate about it, I am passionate about helping other people. I mean, Jesse, just literally like like quick story, like I had a, a, a business owner. I'm not going to say exactly, a business owner reached out to me, but she really could not afford a virtual assistant, right? But my purpose is to help people. So I literally worked with her. I didn't offer her every service that I could possibly give, right? But that was like the baby step. The baby step was to help. But now let's turn it into revenue, right? So I had to get her on the right path before I could get paid. But my my main thing was to help her. She could not, I, literally her business could not afford a, she was at wits in her bookkeeping. She, she just did not, she was in a red even making making profit. So she just not, could not afford, but in order for her business to scale, in order for her to do better things, she knew where she had to go. So we had to start small with her, but now her business, she's, she's, she's in the green, she's profiting because she's like, look, I got to make some type of investment for my business to, to, to move forward. That investment is key. That um, investment is key. Like if I can help you with the smallest thing and then we can work up to the biggest thing, like you may not want a full package. You may only need email management. We have something for that. But if you, you need to speak to me like offline without my portfolio like okay your prices is just too you know now i am a business owner however we're going to go back to that however um uh, i am wow. here to help <laughs>
2: yeah look sometimes you had to throw it in there but you know what when you when you're able to do that over time you, you retain people because they can remember those times when they started out and they didn't have anything and you were there. And not only were you there, but you helped to build something that helped them grow. So you 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 ultimately build lifelong clients who come back yes. because you have the success, success formula.
1: Also choose a client that will offer you value. So my thing is for me, I like to offer value first. So if somebody was to come to me and say, hey, I need these, 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 Couple of things, and they just like I want you to do it. I'm grateful to do it. However, I want to show you my work. I want to show you what my worth is, so that you know you know that you're going to be working with the right client. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I can
2: listen. There is so much to take away from that.
1: That value
2: (laughs) is really key, and that's offering value and taking in value. That's how you get to the point of being able to charge top dollars because. Um, there has to be substance. There has to be substance. I don't
1: so want to just uh, manage your email calendar, like, but let me show you how, let me show you quick and easy ways, like let me throw you some quick tips so you can know, okay, this girl really know what she's talking about. Like let me let me hire her.
2: Yeah, and they always come back. They always mm-hmm. come back. When you when you when you're able to do that, they feel like they're getting a steal
1: while yes. working with you so mm-hmm. when, when
2: you do that yeah you all you always when you do that and you do right by people you always have a backlog of work and it always it always comes together
1: yep so that's my thing offering value first like i i hate to like cold pitch like my services on people right like i i don't want to just go to your instagram like hey you need a virtual assistant I I want to offer value. So I'm going to take a look through your profile, see what you need help with. Look at your website. Say, "Hey, I I loved your website. These are three great things that I think that I can add in addition." Boom, drop my, you know, drop my tag. I'm not just going to offer you nothing. You you're going to get something when you come to me.
2: Mm, yeah. See, and I think that's the difference between a hobby versus business, like you have a vision for the future. And um, one of the things that is really important is customer experience. And mm-hmm. that was my bread and butter for a while. Um, experience design, innovation design, and customer experience is really figuring out what your customer base desires and building things to retain them. Because you need your customers <laughs> in order to be yeah. on people. And the value you provide helps you achieve that. Yep, yeah. girl. Oh. I that th- those are some good points and some really some really good advice um, just across the board. So it makes me think about some mistakes you see, whether it be in corporate America or with business owners. What what are some of the top mistakes that you see people making currently? um and how would that was them?
1: that was one of them like not adding value because i know a lot of people um in business use facebook linkedin and and instagram right so i see a lot of people leveraging these tools but not the right way like they're going on people pages posting up under their comments like dm me why would i dm you a reason to right so you didn't give me a reason to dm you so i have to give you a reason to want to dm me so that means you either have to give some juicy detail some 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 type of value like i have you have to make me want to come to your page but going under people post and say dm me or on linkedin oh great post to make me look at your page is like you have to add something of substance and value for me to want to see what else you are saying or what else you have to offer. I am a recruiter. So in my day-to-day basis, I'm looking at a million resumes, right? But what is making you stand out above the rest? What value are you adding to your resume that makes a difference for for somebody? So the first thing is having a professional photo, right? Um Mm-hmm. Depending on depending on your your brand, would it, whatever type of photo that's with your brand, just make sure it's professional. You have a nice. Make sure your fonts and and the things that you're saying on sh- social media is clear, um, because there's a lot of posts that it's only a picture. It's only one word. A picture can be a million words, but if you're not posting anything up under that picture, or no tagline, no comments um, to get back. To that person, those are like some of the co- most common mistakes that I'm seeing with um, businesses in general. Because a lot of people are just going to people' pages and just dropping or just dropping in. Hey, are you hiring? Or here's my resume. But they don't say hello. They don't know your name. They didn't even they didn't even take the time or the initiative to see if they can get to know your business, to get to know you, to even want like what's going to make me want to hire you or what's going to want to make me sell you this item like when you go to look for clothes on a website you want to make sure it's legit so you're going to do your due diligence you're going to go to google see if the website is legit look up information about it then you're going to purchase right it's the same thing for a business you're going to get on my website you're going to look at me you know at least know my name or know something about something to want to hire me So the same, the same thing across the board is what I've been seeing is just the lack of I would say social responsibility to um, know businesses or attain um, what people are looking for within a business. Mm. Those are some really great points. We need to have another
2: conversation (laughs) that's specific to (laughs) HR hiring practices and things that people should consider when um, looking for a new job, because I know yes. I have a wide range of listeners here and you hit on so many different things that are, that are important to consider when mm-hmm. looking for a new role. And also you hit on a number of things that's important with how do you present your business and the messages that you're trying to see you currently share versus what you are mm-hmm. truly conveying to be able to retain and have that growth. Girl, so all the things that um, we need to schedule a follow-up conversation, and maybe I need to come visit
0: so we can
1: do it in person. <laughs> yes, yes, I would love that.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's conversation with Shakar. As you can see, she's a wealth of knowledge. Please connect with her on social media and reach out to her for any business needs you may have. She is an expert in what she does. And she's one of the best virtual assistants you will be able to find. Okay, so we're at the part of the podcast where we like to do what we call church announcements. So our first announcement is, if you haven't liked the podcast, you haven't subscribed to the podcast at this point, what are you doing? Sign up today. Our second announcement is for you to like us on Instagram at the number five ps podcast and also follow us on linkedin so if you are looking for a small group to share your business ideas and get feedback look for us at promising presence curated connections there will be a link in the show card and last but not least if you haven't shopped with unique treats yet what are you waiting for Check out the online store today. You are sure to find something that you will love. And with that, guys, I want you to take care. I will talk to you soon.